TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Driven to right. Retreating is Puig. Looking up. That highlight, courtesy of Fox Sports North. Thanks for picking a Mitch Garver highlight, Manny. I was only thinking of you, Derek Whitmore. (laughs) That's uh, Dick Bramer on the call. This is the Score North first place twin show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 14, and Miguel Sano had the day off yesterday. I'm Derek Whitmore, Judd Zolgads co-piloting with me, and Manny Hill, who you just heard, picked that highlight and is producing this show on the other side of the glass. Judd, you are fired up, I think is the way I would describe it. About Jose Barrios and his start tonight. Let's let's get this off your chest to start. Fired up um, might be an understatement. Oh, so, no, I walked in here and there was energy no, bubbling from the studio. An understatement because I'm more than fired up. I'm PO'd. I'm tired of it. <laughs> uh, so I, I talked about this on uh, Cluster Fun with Danny Cunningham. I did a, a Twitter Morning Judd video on this, and I will share this with you. All right, let's hear it. And more importantly, I will share this with Jose Barrios. It's time to stop with the nonsense. You have a, you are a guy I considered, and, and you're making me look like a fool right now. You're a guy that I talked about being an ace. I, I talked about Jose Barrios being the Twins' current ace, and he made the All-Star team. Now, now he obviously went as Odorizzi's replacement, but he made the All-Star team. And pre-All-Star game, I said he's the Twins' ace, and he's on track to being a major league ace, which, by the way, is a very small group. That's like that's like saying you are on the way to being an elite National Football League quarterback. That's not a list of, every team has one. Right. That's a list of, oh boy, here's a group of 8 to 10 guys who are very special pitchers. And your ERA since the All-Star game is 5-plus. You have come out and and uh, puked up starts more times than I would like to watch. Um, the the apologist who said your last start was okay, when I believe you gave up six runs because you gave up two home runs in that game to a pretty good baseball player from the Red Sox named Mookie Betts. Well, guess what? The problem there is you're going to the playoffs. I still think you're going to the playoffs. With Michael Pineda now out because of his um, foolish PED suspension, Jose Brios needs to start, in my mind, game one. And unless I'm wrong here, and, and the Twins can choose to, say, play Detroit in game one of the playoffs, you're going to play a team with a lot of good players. That's how it works. So, Mookie, don't give me, oh, it's Mookie Beth. No, no, it's not Mookie. You are going to play good players. You need to get them out. You are supposed to be an ace. I am tired of hearing how hard you work. I'm tired. And, he, by the way, he's a nice kid. So this is not a personal attack. This is a professional pitching attack. I'm tired of hearing how you push cars around. I'm tired of all of that. Go out tonight against a Washington Nationals team, which, by the way, is a good team. They, they got off to a terrible start, but they have rebounded, Derek, and they yep. played well. So they're a good team with a few guys who are very good at the plate. And shove tonight. Give me eight innings. Don't give. I don't want wow. any more. I don't want any more nonsense. And and I'm not predicting this. I'm demanding it. I am demanding it. This and is Rocco, a high bar. And Rocco, I want you because I'm tired of it. He's supposed to be an ace. Either prove yourself. Here's the. Here's your problem. 
If you continue on this path, then I fully expect that you and your representatives this winter, when Falvey and Levine come to you with a with a contract that you don't like, that you sign that contract. I'm tired of the nonsense. I'm tired of it all. I'm you. You know what's ticking me off about this team? Because it's it. been a great year. It's been a fun year, and like it's great to go to the ballpark. And you played a lot of great games. You know what ticks me off though? What ticks me off is the same thing that if I am Derek Falvey or Thad Levine ticks me off right now. Do you realize that in the big picture of going into 2019, Derek, and saying, okay, we've got a group of pretty good young players here, potentially. We, we don't know for sure yet. But ideally, so you sign up Kepler and Polanco in spring training, and you probably offered a few more guys contracts and they declined. But the rest of that group, Byron Buxton, would love to pay. I've got, I want to give Byron Buxton my, the Polettes cash so bad I can taste it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't in good He's probably going to have surgery. I can't do it. Miguel Sano. I'd love to have seen you play a full year and completely trust you. And, and for you not to have a bad back right now. And my trust is so great that I can give you a long-term contract. Can't do it. Heck, to quote Mike Singletary, won't do it. Okay. Eddie Rosario. Eddie, I'm dying to pay you. Make you my left fielder. Give you a nice contract. Because you're, because you're Eddie. You're, as Patrick said, you're the big hit man or what, whatever Patrick described him, him as. Can't do that. Not a chance now. Jose Barrios. Absolute. You know what? God bless you. If you have to have Tommy John on my watch, I don't care because I want to sign you that ace contract because you're that guy. No way I can do it. Hmm. Think about that. I'm go, I am now going into the, I'm now going in, but probably to the winter months. If I'm the Twins, sitting down and saying, here's a list of players I'd like to still pursue. My players, my young players, who are the future of my franchise. <sighs> but I can't. And so now, now I, you, are, you are coming very close to saying, what's the next group of guys that we want to see potentially? Not, not right now, but to lock up. For sure. I just gave you a list of four names of guys that in, unless they take below market, Cut rate deals. I just gave you a list of four guys that I would love to tell Jim Polad, you are millions of dollars poor today because we got these guys locked up. And if I'm Falvey or Levine, I can't come close to doing that with any of the four, Derek. Yeah, that's fair. That's it's very frustrating. And so Jose Barrios, go do your job tonight. Go do your day. Go get, give me eight. What does he need to do for the rest of this season, Judd? I'm talking September and October, by the way. To get back in your mind to being that guy that you want to give the the Luis Severino contract, or you want to pay him for multiple years, tens of millions of dollars, to say, okay, you're our guy. We'll build a rotation around you. What does he need to do? Consistently go out there and give me realistically. So so the long play here for the rest of 2019. Consistently give me six to seven, but I'll take six really good innings. Give up, um, let's say, one or two earned runs. Give up, let's say, four or five hit, four hits I'd like. But he needs to show me, like, I can't I can't be having a conversation of, well, he got got by Mookie Betts, so that's not okay. Right. You're playing, that, these are the, I want to pay you millions of dollars, not to get the Jamie Quirks of the world out. There's a pull. <laughs> I want to pay you millions of dollars, not to get your new teammate Ryan Lamar out. Okay? Or a Jake Cave. God bless him. I like Jake Cave these days, but I don't. But those are not the guys. If if you say, yeah, but 
Ooh, Miguel Cabrera got well. That's a problem, Derek. Yeah, it is. That's a problem. And so, to me, though, and and this is now a career problem. Starting in August of most years, the trust factor is gone. And how am I supposed to pay him? Sure. How am I supposed to pay any of these guys? And listen, all the problems are different. You know, Buxton, marvelous player when he's on the field. But I just gave you four names of guys that lo- that long term. There's the biggest mistake I think that people make is thinking, well, the twin season has been a lot of fun, and so the twins are enjoying. If you're Derek Fowley right now, you're not enjoying what you're seeing. I know you're saying that privately you're celebrating, but you're not. You're you're looking at four guys behind the scenes, all of whom are causing you head. What's happened to Rosario? I mean, Patrick wrote about it, but what's happened there? I think it's a combination of things. I think that for Eddie. He's always thrived. He got to this level by being what some people refer to as a bad ball hitter. Now, that's super dangerous when you start feeling yourself as a bad ball hitter, and then the opposition learns it. Because then they'll just exploit you all day long. It's, watch watch the game tonight. We'll see. Eddie Rosario's probably in the starting lineup, just given the injuries everywhere else and a day after an off day. Guessing he's in the starting lineup, and just watch. Pay attention, if you would, to just his plate appearances. So so you're watching the Twins game. I'm actually myself going to the Twins game with a couple of buddies tonight. And just pay attention when he comes to the plate where the starting pitcher attacks him. Relievers, it's a little bit different because you can have individual game plans and unique stuff that you can do. But a starting pitcher... Uh, who is it? Anibal tonight? Anibal, Anibal Sanchez? Sanchez? Yes, the form, the the brief twin in spring training. <laughs> the guy who the twins fixed and then said goodbye and he went and had a good year for the Bravos? Yes. He is going to attack Eddie Rosario without throwing strikes tonight. I haven't talked to Anibal. I have not talked sure. to the Washington Nationals and their pitching coach or anybody involved in their scouting department. They are not going to throw Rosario good strikes tonight. They're going to th- chase They're going to try to expand the strike zone against Rosario and make him chase, and he's been doing that. I also think he's been dealing with injury, which is fair to say. Maybe that's circular, and he's kind of trying to compensate. Well, I can't get to every fastball now, so I'll try to hit the pitch that I can get to. It's not working for him right now. He's been been dreadful since the All-Star break, just frankly. He made that great throw in Boston. He's made some wow plays. home run against Oakland. Huge. But we can name the great the great Rosario moments, what, three things maybe? And when he hasn't been doing that, maybe. Judd. Yeah. No, I know. So, anyways, to your point, I fully agree. I don't think you give necessarily him the money. I think Barrios could still earn it the rest of the way. That's what I was getting but at. But that's what, that's what I'm saying is I'm challenging him starting tonight to do starting that. Starting tonight. Show, prove me wrong, dude. I think Jose Barrios is the type of pitcher, is the type of person, is the type of trustworthy individual, is the type of athlete who I think over a body of work, is better than what we've seen. And what we've seen is a sub-4 ERA over the full season, so it's not like it's terrible, but that's not what you're saying. You're not saying he's been terrible. You're saying he's been, ah, all right, and he needs to be better than all right. No, but since the All-Star game, he's been unacceptable for what I know he has. He's the student who slacks off and is really smart. I'm not excusing it. Sure, that's fair. And I'm not saying he wants to fail, okay? But he's the student who you know. You're saying athletically, Listen, he, he is capable of more. Here, okay, I'll, I'll give you the the opposite of this. Odorizzi, all right. He made the All Star game. I'm not super mad there. He's had an awful stretch since. He's had a good stretch, but that's just him. It's frustrating, but I accept it. I accept that you do what you're capable of doing. Sure, Barrios is capable of so much more, and it's maddening to watch. And 
My challenge is go out there and, to your point, take step one in earning that contract. Because right now, you're nowhere near that contract. You're not pitching like an ace. You're not even close. He and and with Pineda out now, it becomes if you're going to give these guys any chance, Derek. Yeah, it becomes yeah. absolutely well, imperative. Right, and and it did. Bef- I mean, it was not simple before. I'm not trying to say that it was, but now more than ever, Jose, go take the baseball and absolutely shove against Washington. Yeah, and I don't care if it's six innings or eight innings. I, I really don't. I, I would, if I'm the Twins... I'm just mad, so I want to... Yeah. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. <laughs> That's my pound of flesh. Sorry. That's perfectly fine. Hey, uh, take what you got to take. Uh, I, I look at this and I say, if if I'm the Twins, what I want from Barrios is back to getting consistently in the strike zone. This warning, baseball cliche alert coming, but it's the truth. I want him commanding his fastball in the strike zone. Not just, okay, get the chase pitch and then try to throw that hammer curve and hope they swing in it when it's in the left-handed batter's box. That's that's fine. That's when you're at your best. I don't necessarily need you at your best right now. I need you trending towards your best so that for game one of the ALDS, you are Jose Barrios, game one starter, all caps. Not, well, we don't have anybody else, so it's him. Do you know what I mean? There's a big no, distinction exactly there. There is a big distinction yes. between, ah, oh, this is better than uh, right, Kyle Gibson, I right, guess. Right now, he is not even pitching like the Twins ace. Right. And you yeah. want and you want it to be He's your the third ace. best starter in their staff right now. Yeah. And you want it to be. And, and, and my column Friday night, which, of course, embarrassingly fell apart completely by Saturday ah, afternoon. Not your fault. Who but it wasn't my fault. Coming? Right, right. I'm... I'm but... <laughs> It was right. Pineda deserved to start game one. Looked he really like did. It. And and I told you this, though, and I wrote this. I hate saying that. I don't want that to be the con. That should never have been the conversation. Like, I think I think they should start Pineda, which I believed firmly on Friday after he, what, pitched uh, six and gave up one and run against yep. Cleveland. He pitched well again Good. before he got uh, suspended. But if that has to be the conversation, then this team is off track. Like, there are certain things... That take you off track that aren't your fault. Guys get hurt. Like the Buxton thing. Sure. That's not the twins' fault. Um, Kepler's hurt now. I think he might play tonight. I don't know. He might not, too. But anyway. I'd give him the day, but that's just me. And that's fine. But there are things that take you off track that aren't your fault. Yeah, but totally. there are thi- But there are things But there are things that your players need to control. And in Barrios' case, it's controllable. Yep. So you got to find and and if it doesn't get turned around for 2019, then we all sure as heck need to sit down in November and figure out how we do. And if that means you're not pushing cars up hills in December, then you're not pushing cars up hills. Yeah. What I'm looking for with Barrios tonight too is going back, Derek, to what Perk talked about on Thursday with the with the follow through with yep. his wind up, yep, Watch with his, his mechanics. delivery, his mechanics. Because when we were talking about that on Thursday. I look back at a start he had in Toronto where he was brilliant. Now the Blue Jays are obviously terrible, and that was part of it. But you could see in his windup and in, in his delivery, it was drastically different from what it was at Fenway on Wednesday. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That Perk it was, just pulled that like, out. He looked, <laughs> like a completely, guy, he looked like a completely different pitcher. But so, you wouldn't have noticed it, right? Until right. He said, I didn't. It, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, he you looked showed like it a to completely me. different pitcher. So tonight... I'm looking for him to look back similarly to what he looked like back in May when he was fantastic. And that's on him. 
But the question becomes, him. is that change because he's more tired? And, and I think as Perk alluded to, he's, yeah. he's reaching back to try to get more. And, and you know, but that goes to the greater point of this needs to be fixed by the entire franchise. Yeah. And it can't repeat itself. Okay. So, so if you're, if your program in the winter is such that it's wearing you down by, by August 1st of every year, that yeah. needs to be fixed. But I will tell you this, you are losing, the twins are not, Losing cash on this. Jose Barrios is. Yes. So I don't care what you're, if you pride yourself on work or what, understand this. Somebody's got to tell you, you are losing money because of how, of what you are doing here. And, and the two most important names to me in this franchise right now, Sano is off the list. I don't care. If Sano hits home runs, that's great. If he doesn't, that's great. I don't care. The two most important names to me for 2020 now are, can Buxton ever stay on the field? And I have my doubts now, but that's one. But two or one is Barrios. This has become, this is a problem. And it's not a short-term problem. We had the same questions last winter, as I recall. Yeah. And here we are, a year forward yeah. and no closer to resolution. Maybe even... I didn't feel this this harshly about Barrios last year. He's 24. Uh, as I do now. Because now it's um, just, as as Phil said, you know, the calendar hits August 1st. And the he just goes off the cliff. So when we spoke on Saturday, Judd, it's right after we heard about Michael Pineda. We did an emergency episode of the Score North First Place Twin Show. We were uh, we were live from Bombasota at the time, but it was recorded, so we just posted it. We were at Target Field, and we were talking about Michael Pineda and what it meant for the Twins and how do they pick up the pieces. I went and said for my column, same thing I told you on the air, uh, on the show was three guys stand out to me as capable of helping steer this shit back onto course in the wake of the Michael Pineda suspension, which was, a, I, I thought, a crushing blow to the Twins. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me that a year ago, I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have thought I'd be in that headspace. But here we are. I think it's a crushing blow that Michael Pineda was suspended 60 games. And I told you the three guys that I'm looking at mm-hmm. are Jose Brios, Jake Odorizzi, mm-hmm. and Byron Buxton. The four, the two former to pick up the pitching slack and the third to hold, raise the whole water level of the entire pitching staff, the entire team, bring the defense back to being elite instead of just average or worse. And now, I mean, we might hear this news later this afternoon, Joe. We might hear this news by the time we get off the air today. Byron Buxton is going to see shoulder surgeon of note, Dr. Neil Alatrash. And do you think he's going to recommend rehab or surgery? It's a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer it. My thought is Byron Buxton is probably out of the picture in terms of fixing this for the Twins. That puts a lot more onus on the other two guys on that list that I mentioned, Jake Goderizzi, and now we'll see tonight, Jose Barrios. It's imperative that those two guys have good starts in October if the Twins want to win anything. And the the, the problem is, too, that despite the x-rays came back negative, there's probably an argument to be made that Kepler is going to play but not be the same. I think Kepler's just a cyborg. He'll just so play. he's been hurting. No, he will, but he's not going to play as effectively. I agree. Yeah. And he doesn't play as effectively in center then, and that's already a decline. I'd from, keep him out of center from Buxton. I think I, they're going to have to now. I'd put anybody else out in center, not named Max Kepler. I just don't. To be honest with you, at this point, too, if Buxton is out, which he probably is, Brios, I just want to turn it around. Oda Rizzi, I think, is just himself. That's not changing. I don't know that in fairness there's enough to carry the day here that you're you're going to make the playoffs. 
let's be clear. Agreed. You're about to play Washington for three. They're a good team. You're going to play Cleveland for three. They are they are a good team. And, and they're and, desperate. And, and interestingly, they are a bad matchup for you. Yes. They love to play you. I don't want any part of Cleveland. But after that, you get your diet of Tigers, um, Royals, and White Sox, correct? Yeah. So you're going to win the AL Central. But going down the path that you are, do you think it's realistic to have any expectations at all now in the playoffs and say, well, I think somebody could do this and somebody could do that? If if Barrios, I want Barrios to turn things around because I want to. I'm I'm not saying he can carry them. I want to get though going into 2020. Yeah, sure, sure. Damn it, I want the guy to be an ace. Well, and I want to see. I want to see a fight in October. I really do. I mean, which would be more fun for the show? Laying down in the first oh, round? Oh no, or, no, or for, marching for, on for the business of the Absolutely. show. But but I'm asking you, as a person that watches this team all the time. Given what they are dealing with now, do you see it? So when they walked into this weekend series, I thought to myself, you know, I've seen the playoff odds on sites like Baseball Prospectus and Fangraphs and 538, and they were giving them about a 10% chance to win the World Series. And I said to myself, you know, I'm not very good at feeling percentages because I'm a human being, but that feels about right to me. 10% chance. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get to the playoffs. They're going to win this division. You know, it's still 99.8% chance or whatever the heck that they're going to wrap up the AL Central and host games at Target Field, mm-hmm. which will be fun on its own. Don't get me wrong. But 1 in 10 is like it's actually a pretty solid shot for for a non-favorite in the World Series. And I thought, yeah, that sounds about right. They're not the Dodgers. They're not, in my mind, the Astros. But you match this team up with the Yankees, they've got a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. Even against the Astros, they've got a fighting chance. It's how baseball works. It's how sports work. But after Pineda's suspension... You see what the Astros are doing to teams. It's, it's Yes. They're putting up football scores on teams. And I... 21-1 to 1 against the Mariners. The you look at that. Well, that's that's JV versus the varsity. on the A's last night, right? But, but still. <laughs> 36 runs in two games. This That club is good. And uh, yeah, that's my hottest take of the hour. I'm done here. But anyway, Thanks, guys. I'm just asking if you think you can get the Twins. I'm saying after the want them or Pineda them. suspension yeah. and not knowing what I'm going to expect out of Barrios the rest of the way and now feeling much less optimistic about Byron Buxton's return as a full-time player than I was a week ago. Yep. I think you got to cut that in half at least. I mean, as the playoff sites, they still have, you know, seven and a half percent according to fan graphs to win the World Series. That, that, I mean, what's the difference between seven and five? But it, to me, it seems like even five, you're just being nice. Zero is the difference. It, yes. seem, it seems like you're saying, like, oh, I mean, they could win it if something weird happens. And that's where I'm at with this team. They're a great team. Yep. They might win 100 games. Yep. Phenomenal season, home run record. But if they don't get a couple of people going right in the right direction and get everybody back healthy, I think it's a it's a long shot for the World Series now. 651-646-8255, if you would like to chime in with that question. What chances now, with the way things have fallen, especially in the past week, for this team, do you give the Twins uh, to make a playoff run? 651-646-8255, we're in the uh, TCL Broadcast Studios. And Derek, before we're done, Doogie had a tweet today that we have to address. Oh, yeah? Let's just say the twins the twins are going wild and by that I mean they're taking a hockey page and one of them I'm fine with and one not so much twin show back after 
My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. The Score North Twin Show. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Driven to right field. We can't get it. The game is tied. Arise around second. On his way to third, he'll be held with Crow absolutely smashing a first pitch double. It's the Twin Show, TCL Broadcast Studios. It's Zolgad, Wetmore, until 1 o'clock when Score North Live comes your way. If you want to join the conversation, 651-646-8255. As I said, our last discussion going into the break was the Twins' chances now that, um, I think, Derek, for lack of a better term, all hell has broken loose. They took a step backwards. They took a step backwards. Michael Pineda has been suspended, and obviously they're dealing with some injury issues. Still a waiting word on Byron Buxton in California seeing a shoulder specialist, but Patrick Royce has been saying that he believes that Buxton will have to undergo surgery, which will not only end a season, but put him out probably until or into spring training. Um, All right, from the Twitter account of our buddy Doogie. Hmm. All right, gents, I'm going to read this, and then we can react. The, the Minnesota, the MN Twins will recognize Brian Dozier and Kurt Suzuki with a brief video tonight. If you're going to the game and interested in seeing it, hit time is approximately 6.22 before the National Anthem. Twins also are recognizing the Coon Rapids and over Little League teams tonight or Little Leaguers tonight that went to the uh, Little League World Series, which would be last month now. All right, I'm going to go back just quickly, though, and give that to you again. The Minnesota Twins will recognize Brian Dozier. Long-time twin, lots of home runs, pretty good. Been gone now, what got traded to the Dodgers at the deadline last year and then signed in the offseason with the Washington Nationals and former Twins catcher Kurt Suzuki. Uh, Derek, your thoughts on uh, the Kurt Suzuki <laughs> tribute? I mean, I've missed him so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, legendary twin, Kurt Suzuki. All-star uh, at one time. And one of the most unforgettable all-star moments in my lifetime. Really? Oh, for the Twins? He cut the final pitch. Uh, yes, uh, he cut the final this pitch. This is such a hockey thing, though. The Dozier thing, I actually don't mind. Tribute videos? Yes. What is it with you and tribute videos? I don't like, like them. Go watch them. I don't like them. No, I don't like the idea. Guys leave all the time. The Do- Listen, I, I am I am splitting this here and saying the Dozier thing, I, I get. He was here a long time. Long time twin. Long time twin. I'm not anti-doing a tribute video to a guy who deserves it. And I'm sure... Kurt was a great guy, but why? Like, there's always guys who come back. It's, I'm guessing if he was on his own team with no former twins, this might not be a conversation. But so you think? That, I don't think we've seen him since, and I think it's the the fact that the two of them are together. You can't tip your cap to one guy and not the oh, other. Oh no, I can. Oh no, I very much can. No, that's my. That's the entire point of what we're discussing right now. I am saying, Brian, thank you for the for. I mean, you know, we didn't have a lot of great teams with you, but thank you, thank you for being here, Kirk. You are a Kurt Suzuki is a Matthew Collar favorite. He is a journeyman catcher. Okay. You got your journeyman quarterbacks? Okay, sure. Kurt yeah, Suzuki, if you if you go to the sports dictionary right now and look up journeyman catcher, good old Kurt's gonna pop right up. You don't need to honor them both. 
I don't need to see. You know, the first time I want to hear Suzuki's name in this series is when Adam Abrams, the PA guy at Target Field, announces him coming to the plate or playing for Washington. I don't understand it. Hockey has taken this to ridiculous lengths. Who was on, honor, it's a slight to Dozier. It's a, it's like, it's just like I. We're too polite for this, Judd. We're too polite. No, but it's not that hard. I'm polite. I grew up here. Who I'm sorry, Manny. What? Well, no, I was going to ask you who was the when we were at that wild game. Oh, don't get him started on who this. Was, Manny. Who was it that they did the Charlie Coyle? Was it Charlie Coyle? Yeah, because oh, yeah, they were playing the Bruins. That's right. Yeah, they were yes, uh, Boston. Last everybody home game and their everybody <laughs> and their brother and sister who might have gone to the X gets a tribute. Hey, here's Sally from Coon Rapids. She went to a game a couple years ago. She's back. So let's honor her. The Atlanta Hawks did a uh, tribute video for Dwight Howard. What? Really? Yeah, a couple of years ago. He oh, played no. one season with the Hawks. Okay. And, they, and it and wasn't then he returned fun. in a different uniform. Yeah, yeah it was, it so, was miserable. But can anybody... they, did a, they did a tribute video. <laughs> but for can him. you explain? Yeah. Although uh, part of that might have been, I mean, Dwight Howard's an Atlanta native, so that might have okay. been part of it. Okay, too, then but, uh, don't care. But still ridiculous, yeah. Uh, Kurt Suzuki went. From the Twins, and he went and played two years with the Braves, and he had a he's a dreaming catcher, pretty good two seasons. He's not no, two he's stints not a, with the A's, two stints with the Nats, he's not one a ba- with the Twins. He's not a bad player. I, I'm not putting him down as a player. What I'm saying is Brian Dozier was a longtime Twin. I get it. Uh, Kurt Suzuki, look at the career. I'm looking for the case here. The career is not a, it's not a bad career. He has God bless him made a ton of money, and I think he's a I don't think he's a great catcher, but I think he's an okay catcher. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So I'm not bashing him as a player. I'm saying he comes back and he's like everybody else who plays here. Like if you're going to do a tribute to Kurt Suzuki, the next time Carlos Santana plays here cuz he he does way more offensively in target field than Kurt ever did. Here's my question. Edwin Encarnacion, where's his tribute? He hits dingers constantly at target field. Here's my question. So Kurt Suzuki with the Nationals this year, he had spent the previous two seasons in Atlanta. Two pretty, you look at his offensive numbers, he yeah. actually hit pretty yeah, well. Yeah, solid hitter. Really nice, yeah, yeah, really nice couple of seasons. Yeah. When the Nationals went to, uh, what's it called, what's the stadium called in Atlanta? I don't I don't know what it's called. SunTrust, right? Yeah, SunTrust Park. Yeah, SunTrust. Did the Braves do a tribute video for him down there? I'm sure they didn't. Well, guys, I think Derek's apples, right. Apples I think they're oranges. I think Derek's right. I think they're tying these together, and, yeah. and, and I would like, and yeah. you know what? The twins, I like them. I'm friends with Dave, but let's sever these two and let's let Brian have his moment and doff his, doff his cap and let's be done with it. Manny, apples to oranges on the uh, Braves comparison. He only spent two years in Atlanta, but Kurt Suzuki spent three, three whole years. years in Minnesota. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> well, you know what? If we're going to do that, then I want you, then first pitch tonight, perk. I didn't see a Danny Santana I tribute want, video. I want perk. When the I want, Texas Rangers I want, were in I want, town. I want. Create, recreate the, was it 2015 All-Star Game? 14, yeah. Okay, recreate the final out. Have Glenn Perkins, our buddy, go to the mound and have Suzuki catch it and have them hug like they did that night. Like, let's, if we're going to do that, let's let's honor Perk, too. It was epic. Let's Uh, give Perk his moment in the sun. I, I don't know. It's weird that to me that Kurt Suzuki left Minnesota and then became like this very great hitting catcher. Um, good numbers in Atlanta, solid numbers this year in Washington again. He was never very well thought of defensively. That was okay. He represented himself fine. Sure. Um, when he was in Minnesota, but, uh, yeah, he left Minnesota and became like a, a very solid hitter. I guess I get what you're saying, but I just can't get worked up about it. 
I'm I a little just, confused. I by just can't. I don't. I don't it. like tribute videos as a rule, and here I'm bending my own rules. And, but and, <laughs> you'll and, give them one. Here's this one. I I feel like I feel like the twins are the kid who takes advantage of the parent. The parents like, okay, you know what? Tuesday night, you can stay up till ten, and Wednesday, I'm staying we'll up till ten pizza. again. No, you're not. No, you're not. Your bedtime is nine. I let you stay up till ten on Tuesday. So now they're like, we'll, we'll just throw Kurt in there. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I'm a good natured, jovial guy who tries to be nice and gets taken advantage of at every turn, and this is one of them. No, normally we bake you, you know, bake chicken and, and broccoli for dinner, but we'll let you stay up till ten. Order a pizza for you. Yep, you'll be good. <laughs> yep, Have and then the tonight. next, and then the, the next night, oh. Let's do it again. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hey, John, thanks for holding. Hey, yeah, so I have a thought about this, and it's off of what you're saying where, you know, this front office never seemed to really like Brian, uh, and maybe they're uh, putting the two together to kind of lessen the load on Brian and say, you know, you were just as special as Kurt. Wow. There's a take. Actually, that's a... That's pretty interesting. Where is the conspiracy theory music? Honk for hot takes. Thanks, John. Uh, John, that's a. It's he's interesting. Calling from New York, he was like right in Midtown too. He's right, yeah, that, like but it. that's a great conspiracy theory. Let's, he's let's right play that. That this. Oh, I gotta find it. This okay. front office, uh, if they loved Brian Dozier, they could have extended him, and they had several opportunities to do so, or, and they did not. Or brought him back in the winter, which they also did not have any inclination to, to do. If I, if it's memory serves, bad, it's not a bad point. One year and $9 million is what Brian Dozier got in the free agent market. I think you're right. From um, the twins were happy to go one and seven and a half for Jonathan scope as a bounce back candidate. And, uh, Little did we know that Luis Arise would arise throughout and we the no, season. And I don't think you had any clue that, that it would be like this for him, right? No, 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 no. Ooh, that John's that, pretty good. Yeah. That's interesting. And now, a Zolgad conspiracy theory. John, man. It's not even me. <laughs> Where credit is It's dealing. not even me. I wonder if I... You know, if we played this out, you could say the Twins were like... The Twins game ops... We gotta, we gotta do something for Brian. Falvey and Levine were like, I don't know about that. They're like, we gotta do something for Brian. Uh, game Ops said, how about we throw in Kurt too? Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy calls from Midtown Manhattan, basically on his lunch break, to give us one in Score North in the short-lived history of Score North and the Twin Show. To give us one of the greatest conspiracy theories that actually carries a ton of weight. <laughs> Think about it. I mean... Okay, I don't like it. I don't like what they're doing. I love the conspiracy theory. Is Annabelle Sanchez getting a video? He was a twin. Okay. Wow, you know what? I didn't even think about that. And that's made me think about... Mind blown. Wilson Ramos. Mind blown. <laughs> Used to be in the Twins organization. He didn't play three years in the big leagues, but he did bring them Matt Caps. And who could what forget? They, hey, you know what? Wilson Ramos, he did appear in a Twins uniform what? regular season games for them briefly. Oh, he played, he played great. Played a little bit. I don't remember this. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. No, look he, up, he came up. Look up like a Wilson Ramos' stat line as a twin. I think he was basically on fire at the plate. I you, specifically Derek's remember got a great, seeing him in a Twins uniform. Derek's got a great point here. Oh, seven games with the Twins. Yeah, uh, it was pretty quick. 296. Okay, I, I thought he got off to a great start. Anyway, Derek's got a great point here. Why not Sanchez? They fixed him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> if you think about it, 
Do you think privately that, that the Twins are more proud, or, or I should say the current baseball executive staff, is more proud of Brian Dozier, Kurt Suzuki, who I believe they had nothing to do with Derek Wetmore, no. or the fact that they fixed, and yes, yes, he was let go quickly, but they're the ones who got Sanchez on the right track to starting off and ha- having a very good season last year in Atlanta. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, We'd like to pay tribute now to one of the great twin spring training roster invitees of all time. Please take, please rise and take two minutes of your time to watch this tribute to Annabelle Sanchez. <laughs> and oh yeah, Brian Dozier played here too. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, Doja, he had a he stopped through here too. In fact, I saw, uh, to, to the point about Wilson Ramos, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a tweet in the story yesterday. Noah Syndergaard basically said, I don't want to pitch to him. Really? Which really surprised me because he's veteran. Now, I, now, I don't know how great of defensive catcher he is. He strikes me as he should be sort of the savvy old type of catcher by now. But if I'm not mistaken, the story out of New York, which they tried to deny but then found out that there was basically irrefutable evidence was that Syndergaard didn't want to pitch to Wilson Ramos. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Yeah. You guys are going to love this. Are you going in where a, I'm going? In addition to players on the Washington Nationals roster yep. with previous associations to the Minnesota Twins, yep. bullpen coach Henry Blanco. Yep. No! Blanco. Okay. Bench coach. Five mi- we need five minutes. Five minutes Should. for Blanco. It gets better. Bench coach Chip Hale. Whoa. Interviewed for the managerial job, I believe. Yes. You know what, too? If you want to go down this path, did you see the emotional video tweeted last week about, is it Albers, the kid that got called up? He blew his arm out years ago. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And he started crying. Okay. Did you guys see who the manager of the Triple A, I believe? Yes. A man, a man who's had a good cry before. Yes. Or at least made his manager cry. You see this, Manny? Uh, No, I did not. The manager was the. Late great Frank Robinson, who cried over the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Lecroy. Matthew Lecroy. <sighs> Can we actually spend an hour before tonight's game honoring the Nationals? Uh, I don't believe this... he's on the active roster, boys. But Fernando Rodney was on their forty man this year. He's not so on the active. I don't. I, I haven't seen it. They trade. They traded for him with from Oakland, I believe. I'll or look, no, no, I'll, no. I'll look at no. their active. Oakland released him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodney got picked up. Sure enough, he's on their twenty-five man. Okay. Why isn't uh, yeah. Fernando? Mc- okay, that's a serious question. I, I, that's a great. That, no, no, no. That's a serious question. That's a serious question that I yes. want answered. Why, if you're going to honor Kurt Suzuki, the arrow, why would you not honor the arrow? Wow, the the experience. I believe some people referred to him. The Fernando Rodney experience. Manny, can you answer that question? I can't. I don't have a good answer. I, just, for you. I think it's a. I think it's a very fair question. And I'm dead serious. I don't know, boys. This is why only. But this is this why is my amazing. idea works. You only honor Dozier now because now now we're on murky ground here. You know what? I'll run. What your, gets you the video? I'll float your idea by the second baseman tonight. I believe he is addressing the Twin Cities media. You and talk I'll to ask him? him what he thinks about honoring Kurt Suzuki. And while you're at it, Fernando Rodney. And while you're at it, Matthew Lecroy in the minor leagues. Chip Hale. Chip, Chip Hale. Hale Henry, Blanco. Henry Blanco. Listen. Who am I missing here? Why don't we just... Is that judge? all? I think you I hit it. No. Why don't we just honor the Nationals? I mean, listen. What were the Minnesota Twins before they were the Minnesota Twins? That's right. They, they were, were the Washington. Washington Senators. Yep. 
Yep. They, they were the senators. I, let's do it. <laughs> Honor the entire Nationals franchise. Well, they have tighter ties with the, uh, the Expos than the Twins. Well, yeah, but the point is a solid one. Tribute videos for the twins. The Twins were the Sens until uh, 61. And then baseball, because I think they were afraid they were going to lose their antitrust exemption in 61, immediately gave Washington the expansion. And thank goodness for antitrust exemptions. Which then went, which then said, this market ain't working in what, 1970-ish, 71, and moved to Texas to be, Manny's right, I'm right, let's just, (laughs) you know what? You know what? You can laugh all you want, you guys, but when... To your point where you just said Fernando Rodney is being ignored and Kurt Suzuki is not, something is very wrong. The Score North Twin Show. Bomba. On Score North and scorenorth.com. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. All right, Score North download time. It is uh, 1249 on Manny Hill. And uh, you know what? It's 2019. It's been 10 years since we all went on that uh, magic carpet ride with Brett Favre and the Minnesota Vikings. Remember that? It was kind of a heartbreaking ending to that season, but it was still a fun year for the Vikings as they made it to the NFC Championship game. And we here at Score North are doing a deep dive into every aspect of that 2009 Vikings season. You can join Sage Rosenfels, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, and uh, former Vikings kicker Ryan Longwell on Minnesota Sports Rewind 2009 Vikings Edition. It's on demand right now anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Or you can just go to scorenorth.com and click on shows. Uh, or you can find it on the Score North mobile app. That's Minnesota Sports Rewind 2009 Vikings Edition. Check it out. Lots of great com- uh, conversation on that 09 Vikings year. And Judd Zolgad, as we return to the Score North First Place Twin Show, lots of good conversation on that uh, particular podcast. All right, thank you, Manny Hill. We're in the TCL Broadcast Studios wrapping things up here. A score North Live comes your way at 1 o'clock. Right now it's Twin Show with uh, Zolgad and Wetmore. We've solved the problems. We've solved all the problems, guys. That's what we do here, Joe. The Washington Series will start by honoring the entire Nationals roster. We'll do tributes. We'll do the whole thing. It's all fixed. Now the question becomes: Is the team fixed? Well, that's and I don't another, mean, the, and I don't mean the Washington Nats. No, that's another matter entirely. I mean the Minnesota Twins. All right, what do you expect? You you are far more even keel and probably realistic expectation wise than I can be. From Barrios tonight, what do you want to see? I said last time that it would be one of his better starts because it gave him an extra day of rest, and that's vital for Jose Barrios. Mm-hmm. I still now. This gets tough because, and I'm not dancing around your question. I'll get, I'll get to the answer. This gets tough because I would rather see him get six days of rest. He's at his best when he has that extra rest. Um, at this point in the season, with the division lead the way it is, I was starting to think, oh, just give him his rest and line him up for game one or game two or whatever. Well, then the Michael Pineda news came down. Kyle Gibson is going to come back and make a start on Thursday, but we'll see what's there. I I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, and that's not fair to expect a lot at this point. When from, you talk about right. expectation, I thought I thought highly of him last time out. I thought this is going to be an outing in Boston where he shows you I'm back, and September is going to be a good month for him. 
He didn't exactly do that. I thought he was okay. He got some swing and miss. The changeup was good. I thought it was a real weapon for him, but he wasn't commanding his fastball the way you'd like to see it. And certainly, the bit is out. The The scattering report on, okay, he's going to try to get a fastball for a strike. He might try to drop a breaking ball over there for strike one. And then, if he gets ahead, he's going to try to get you to chase that curveball that swings across the strike zone east to west. All right. If you're Mookie Betts and you see that ball starting to break and it's in the middle of the strike zone, you know it's going to be 16 inches outside. You're not going to offer at that. So he needs to be better. He needs to rein in his stuff in the strike zone. It starts with the fastball. I'd like to see some secondaries for swing and miss tonight as far as expectation. I think this is a good outing for him. I think he goes six good innings. I think the strikeouts are there. I think he puts you in a spot to win this ballgame. I don't know how many runs he gives up, but I think it's not one of those you know, five and dive outings right. where you go five innings, five runs, and it's somebody else. Okay. This is a, a good Jose Barrios quality start to the point where we can open the show tomorrow, Judd, and say, all right, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Score North First Place Twin Show, and thank you for taking Judd's advice to step up and be an ace. I think it's that kind of outing tonight for Brios. I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I sincerely, and so do the Twins. Until I see it. So do the Twins. Until I see it, I'm going to be skeptical. But Because, yeah, the Boston, I, I was w- with you. I thought backing him up a day in Boston was really smart. I thought that the attempt there was a good one. I think at this point in time, unfortunately, there's only so much the team can probably do. Well, I mean, but I'll push they've back worked on, on that. They've worked on his mechanics. If you're such genius pitching strategists, how come you can't get a guy that everybody agrees well, has talent to perform can. at the end of the season? You can by ultimately altering in a significant way the off-season program, I think. Agreed, if, but if that doesn't is, help you now. But, but this also goes back to my thing is I want guys, you're paying these guys millions of dollars. I want them controlled during the winter. I'm not saying you can't take a little time off, but... I'm tired of guys, especially young guys. Like if you're, it, look, if you're Nelson Cruz, disappear. You're Nelson Cruz. Like you've got this down to a science, right? So this is not across the board. If you're Nelly, Nelly, you go home, enjoy yourself. But if you're Sano or Barrios or heck, at this point, Buxton, I want control of you for most of the winter. I want you in, and, and I know that they're going to say, well, MLBPA, the CBA does not allow yeah, it, but I, right. I don't care at this point. I want you <laughs> when in. When is a little resistance ever brought I arm. want you in Fort Myers. I want to control what you're doing. I want to control, in Sano's case, I probably want you to work harder. In Barrio's case, I probably don't want you to work as hard or, or work on different things. Yeah. Pitching muscles, but I'm not paying you all so, this. And and your light, your livelihood. I mean, you could be a multimillionaire if you listen to me. Yeah, or, or them. Right. If the twins have the program, you could make yourself. Oh, you could cost the twins millions of dollars, and they'd be happy to pay you if you listen. Two hot takes just floated across the wire from our guy Jake DePew. We have to get them on the show. We don't have very much time he to just expand. Po- posted on them. a piece at scorenorth.com as well. That's the that's the thing I'm talking about. Awesome. Here. Go ahead. Twins tidbits. The headline is just juicy enough. Does Alex Kirilov get a call-up? And is Derek Falvey a candidate to take over in Boston? Wow. What do you think on Falvey, yes or no? I think it's tempting. I think they might ask to talk to him. I think he's so new here, he doesn't leave. I think he's got a pretty good situation here. Yeah, um, but that being said, if if Theo is his hero, and at his age he might be, and he's from there. I bet he is. He's yeah. what, he what grew up basically. I, I read nine miles. Is that right from Fenway Park? Something like that. I don't know. I think he stays, but uh, I think there's a huge temptation if they come calling. Uh, Alex Kirilov, Kirilov, you tell me. 
the bat is nice. He just wrapped up his minor league season. Um, I don't know enough about, I didn't watch enough double-A Pensacola to know, will it play at this level? I think the temptation is when you have a rookie uh, or, you know, a young guy raking in the minors to say, cool, well, get him up. Yeah. And he'll just rake in the big leagues. And I got to tell you. Bruzdar, pitcher, right? Yeah. Same thing. Oh, just go flamethrow, mow him down, be and, the new closer. And, and then Perk's like, oh, no, that's not how that works. And we've seen it. And it's like he's like their sixth best reliever right yeah. now, if if we're being, you know, mild. Yeah. And I would, I'm not saying the same thing about Alex Kirilov. I think. No, but your point. I think more highly of Alex Kirilov than I do of Bruzdar, Gratter, Oh, very nice. But your point, you. but your point is still accurate but that's exactly it is like expecting him to come and make the jump and be a difference maker by the way you're not asking him to be like the ninth guy and maybe hold down corner outfield what i need right now out of the (laughs) twins is a center fielder who can play with a glove maybe that's jk maybe comes back kepler in right with off days mixed in rosario in left get your act together stop swinging at balls at your eyeballs and then the rest of the pieces just sort of line up into place and Marwin can comes I, back. Can I quickly say something, too? Go ahead. All right. Listeners out there, I love you. You go to Twins games. It's fantastic. It's great fun. Quit chanting Eddie's name. Eddie swings out of his bleeping shoes every time you chant. If he throws you a baseball, that's awesome. When he's standing in left field, chant it. I don't care about that. But when he's at the plate in a big moment, treat him like a golfer. Be quiet, Eddie. I swear, it's like having a five-year-old at the plate when Eddie, Eddie, and I kid you not, I'm going to demonstrate for you guys. He goes to the plate and he goes, and he jumps at the ball. <laughs> Just let's be quiet. Let's be quiet. Let's let's pretend the Vikings are on offense when Eddie's at the plate. I'm tonight. glad we got that on the stream on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. Did we? Oh, oh hold yeah. on a second. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's a bad idea. It's I call good. for silence. This is the Score North first place twin show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes where the magic number is 14. For Manny Hill and Judd Zolgad, I'm Derek Wetmore saying we'll talk to you tomorrow. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.